welcome to Mid-20s Podcast. It was an absolute bit of a murr at the start of this. Fiona's microphone is so shabby that it stopped working. I, I, I feel so dejected. Like, when we started out doing this episode, I was on, you know, I was at the top Cloud of the Cloud nine. Cloud nine, top of yeah. the mountain. And then, I mean, God knows if it's even picking me up now. I probably sound like a robot. Yeah, I mean, it's... 10 past 5 now and I got to Fiona's house at like 2 o'clock Literally. and we've been spending this whole time just trying to fix the microphones <clears throat> Literally and I mean I'm probably going to have to like speak this whole podcast directly into the microphone <laughs> for fear of it not picking me up uh, and I've had coffee and I feel like I'm on the come down from the coffee and I just want to curl up down. I just want to curl up on my sofa really? so hopefully this podcast it'll, it'll distracts me I mean, it's this podcast this week, we've decided to sort of have like a themed week and it's going to be um, conspiracy theories. Yeah. So um, me and Fiona love conspiracy theories. A bit too much. Probably. I've been watching them pretty much since lockdown began and I'm I'm like a paranoid wreck right now. <laughs> well, I see, I've been fully invested in conspiracy theories for a couple of years. Yeah, no, me too. I, I just sort of like started having like a re-binge and now I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, like yeah, the that's the, but like for, the for you to watch, seen. for you to watch them all just in lockdown, it would kind of drive you insane. Oh no, for sure. I mean like, cause I didn't like, my dissertation is, is like, was based on conspiracy theories. So like, I know loads of them. What do you mean? Well, it was based on, like, the war on drugs and the conspiracies, like, Project MKUltra. Oh, yeah. Like, all that sort of what stuff. What is that about? MKUltra? I don't fully understand that. It's about... God, Come I'm on, Mrs. Dissertation. Trying to, like, reflect my memory now. Can't even, it was, like, a year and a half ago. It's basically about, like, how they would give soldiers drugs to make them, like, become, like, super soldiers or would they would give like prisoner of war drugs so that if they would become like they it's like a they would give them acid to make them tell the truth like a like they because they thought it was what's that word like a truth serum was this to do with the harvard studies or was it there was some university was testing mk ultra during the 70s on their students no you're thinking of the stanford prison experiment yes that's yeah yeah no that's like that's about the abuse of power and how police officers, which is so relevant in today's world and now, because it's basically about how these are everybody, all these students were on the same level, didn't know each other, and then. Have you seen the film about yeah, that? Yeah, and then and then and then basically, the six of them are prisoners and six of them are security guards. And but they're, it, no, but they're fake. It's fake prisoners, yeah. fake, fake as security yeah. guards, and they're all students, and it's an experiment carried out within the university. Yeah. So they're sort of like in this imaginary jail for like six, I think it's like two weeks. I don't even think it's that long because I think they had to cut it short. And the prisoners officers, the guys playing the prison officers ended up. The power goes to their head. So, so brutal. So brutal. Like yeah. they would, be, they, you should watch the film. It's great. But it's, it's not just a film. It actually happened in real life. Oh yeah. It's based on true events. Yeah. So you could probably go watch the film. I think it's just called the Stanford's prison, Sta- ex- yeah, it's prison experiment. Stanford prison experiment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is what it's called. But it is actually quite relevant to everything that's going on. It, with it's, like it's extremely relevant to Black everything Black Lives Matter on. and everything at the minute. 100%. Madness. Um, we went into... Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. We went into um, uh, the town for the... Prob- it was my first time in Belfast City Centre in probably three months. Dude, it's my first time in Taunton since Christmas shopping. 
Get out. Swear down. Stop. The only, that, no, I swear. The only time I ever go... Oh, no, wait. I work in town. Well, it doesn't really... You yeah, work on the edge of town. So I do work on the edge of town. Sounds really, like, you know... Dodgy. Dodgy. She works on the edge of town. I work in the entrance and underground uh, Across facility. the railroad tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I work in the bad side of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um... Yeah, but I mean, like, like actually going into town and walking about town, not, like, travelling through it. Because I travel through it, like, to get to my dad's, like, from my mum's, and then to get to work. But, like, honestly, the last time I sort of had, like, stood in town and actually sort of, like, looked yeah. about since Christmas, no, nowhere will I. Yeah. Natasha got the glider, and then um, I got another glider down to meet her, and as I was stepping off the glider, which, if you know, <laughs> in Belfast, it stops right outside of Tim Hortons, she, like, handed me a... Um, iced, iced coffee. Ice latte. It was, like, 22 degrees. Some was split oh, in the yeah. trees. And she was like, there's an ice latte as you step off the glider. I was like, this should this should be Honestly, everybody getting off the glider. And it had like, you know, the, did you notice it had like the straw, straw ripped off, but like the the bottom half of it. So yeah. it looked like, because I always see like those celebrity ones that always get given their Starbucks and so they just have the little like yeah. paper straw bits. And I was like, yo, it's going to be official. Yeah. I was, I was like, everyone should step off the glider and get it was an literally ice latte. like fully like, like step drink I know and I, that, you know I'm not a big ice latte person but it was nice it was good it kind of it was cheap um, too was it I, yeah I forgot to get my um. well it wasn't like 30p or something mm. like do you know what I mean but it was good price for coffee Timmy, Tim Hortons is it's not. It's cheaper in Canada like Tim Hortons here is actually really expensive compared to Canada did you know 8 out of every 10 coffees in Canada sold as a Tim Hortons coffee I'd believe it 100% they used to have this thing I on their I seen that in their window they used to have this thing. Oh, did you? Yeah, because they have facts on the wall. Oh. I used to get um a double-double. Double-double. Yeah, yeah. And um, they used to have a competition, which, no joke, we lived for in Canada, where it was called, like, a rolling win or something. Or it was like Ooh. a roll and play it was basically do you know the rim of the cup yeah the yeah paper cup oh i've 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 heard of this i've heard of this you like roll that bit up and, and you it can says win. like free coffee or whatever essentially what like mcdonald's does with monopoly monopoly mcmillions yeah you're about that but this is with timmy's what's mcmillions it's the this new um documentary that's coming out well i don't think it's new i think it's out already and there was a guy that who basically in in between the years of I think it was like two thousand and two thousand two or ninety eight and two thousand I don't know, but it there was it was impossible to win in McDonald's. And the guy who worked not for McDonald's, not for their market research who creates the game, but for the printing company that the market researchers use. And he works for the security. He would steal all the little McDonald's, like, Monopoly chips. Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, the things that you peel? Yeah. Stickers? He would steal them, and he used to put them in a sock and hide. Because and, he used to travel with them all over the world to, like, drop off, drop them off at all these McDonald's. And um, he used to he'd give them to his mates. He would be like, okay, um, give me $20,000, and I'll give you a $40,000 pin. Or, like, swap them? Yeah. Like, he would be like, no, 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 not swap him. Like, he would be, like, say, for example, if I had a million-dollar Monopoly sticker in my hand, I would be like, Fiona, give me 250000 and I'll give you the million. What's the point in that, though? Well, he gets money, but they get money more. Like, it didn't cost him anything oh, to steal Oh, I get you, the... I get you. So he was stealing them, and he was making <laughs> money do, selling. Do you know how <laughs> theft works? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry, honestly, it took me a week. My brain didn't click in there. But, and the thing is, he worked... He also... He got in contact with the mob, you know, the Columbus. 
Jeez, this went deep. Yeah, so he gave one of the Columbus, I think his name was like Joey Columbus, or I don't know what, it, my, my, Mickey Italian, my, my, Mikey Italian, Mikey Columbus, Mikey Columba. <laughs> like, McDonald's yeah, Columbus. Yeah, he, he gave him one of those, and he, the, the mob guy's actually in a McDonald's commercial, and like, the FBI got in, tapped all their phones just because he was like, cooking this McNopoly game. Oh my God. And he gave him a Dodge Viper. He won a Dodge Viper, but he was so fat that he couldn't fit in the Dodge Viper, so they gave him the money instead. I'd believe it. Those things and are And, ironically, the guy, Columba guy, died in a car crash. In the Viper? No, he was too fat to get in the Viper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, where are you at? This Monopoly game is confusing, Fiona. Let's go to the next subject. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah, what was I saying about Timmy's? Yeah, um, ro- ro- roller cup, double-double. Yeah, the roller cup thing. But I got off the glider in town... Just as a catch-up, because we went into the time just to kind of plan this episode, which was just an effort in itself. Mm. Had a walk about town, and we um, we were wondering, was there going to be a Black Lives Matter protest? But there wasn't, because yeah. we missed it. It was, it was, it was the, the day ne- before. We went the day before, and the next day they had the yeah. protest, so we literally missed it, and we were like, oh. But did you see the pictures, though? Because a lot of people, I think you were going to bring up the, you know, it's like, can you protest protest you're in like lockdown or quarantine or whatever yeah like, and have you have you seen the pictures what, what pictures of the protest in town dude yes yes <laughs> what is going on well there's been loads of protests be specific here <laughs> what you were just talking about <laughs> yeah. yeah um they actually are there's almost like they're in like a square diagram like no one's really close it's it's it almost is like two meters i think there are people obviously that are you know taking the piss like but there are people straight in, like right in front of city hall. There are two people and like two meters apart. Yeah. And I think it looks real. Like I think if if you do it like that and you're outside, I mean the amount of people is a bit. You know, it's it's. I, yeah. I think it, it's one of those sort of like catch twenty two situations. Yeah. It's know? a it's a dodgy subject to bring up because it's such an important issue and like I mean there's such relevance. Oh, there's such yeah. relevance behind it and like power to it. And relevant really. relevance in like oppression and especially yeah. for here. But, like, at the same because time... Because they're firing... Sorry, I'm interrupting you. But okay. they're firing the rubber bullets, and a lot of them are... Uh, on Twitter, anyway, a lot of them are making comparisons back to whenever the police used to fire rubber bullets here. Yeah. To firing rubber bullets at... Yeah. Like, the protesters. If if you want to see a video of somebody that's been hit by one... Um, it's terrifying. I know. David Dobrik's friend, Jeff. You'll be able to find him on David Dobrik's Instagram he posted the actual footage video of him being hit by it. And in the background, it hits him, like, in the back of the chest. Mm. And um, in the background, someone shouts, like, you're so lucky that wasn't a real bullet. Because he would have been dead, like. Uh, I See, to be honest, like, I think rubber bullets are almost... You were saying like, you're supposed to shoot them at the ground? Yeah, I think they're more dangerous than actual bullets. Like, uh, like the thing, you're supposed to shoot them at the ground at, like, a 72-meter radius, so it goes, like, you shoot them at the ground, and then it aims at the person, like a V, you know mm. what I mean? Like, it ricochets off the yeah, ground. Yeah, 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 rather than just a straight line. And have you seen the photos? These cops are, like, f- like two centimeters away, like, pointing yeah. in people's faces. Like, some, there's a guy on Twitter who's got shot in the eye with a rubber bullet, and his eye ruptured. And you can see parts Nasty. of his eye falling down his face. Oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. Like, it's, like... People died here in the troubles being hit by them. In oh, the head. yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, but also, like, the thing is, like, if you get shoot, shot, like, in the shoulder with a bullet, it'll go straight through. And it, it's better if it goes straight through because it's cleaner. They can, like, you know, stop yeah. it. It's okay. But, if say, if you get hit 
with like say for example you get hit with a rubber bullet like straight on the shoulder as well not only that the circumference is bigger and also it's just gonna leave like the the inside damage is like i think they're way way i like i don't think obviously bullets are ridiculously dangerous but i don't think rubber bullets are like the the peaceful alternative you know what i mean but I just there's the, no the, the question I raised to Natasha was like, is it because we're fighting like such a big ep- pandemic at the minute and people for so many weeks and months have like ridiculed their friends and family and judged everyone else on their social distancing and you know like if people go out and meet other people they're judging it mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden because of this thing that's happened in America and I get that people want to support it and it's such an important issue but like they're. Was was it a good idea to call for um a social gathering of yeah a, of that protest? Like, a, like it's, it's it's ethics at the end of the day. It's like what's ethical and what I what's, yeah. And to be honest, I think are. I think I think both of them are ethical because either way you look at it, lives are at risk. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I mean. And it's like if you don't go out and protest, well, this is going to continue happening. Yeah, and if you do go out and protest, people are going to get sick. So like they're both equally I, bad. Yeah, bad I, I think like. I think it's it's it has it's one of those ones where there's there's not a right answer and there's not a wrong, wrong answer. answer. It really is. You just sort of have to. Yeah. Which is but really be, it's it's weird. It's a really odd odd thing. It'll definitely be one of those things that like in years to come, it'll be like a history GCSE question. That's like oh God, yeah. what caused the second spike or what you know what like, what aided or like. What caused the second yeah. spike in coronavirus? Or like, what were the two biggest, what were the two biggest involvements within the start of the the twenty twenties? Like it would yeah. be that. Yeah. Like what what shaped the twenty twenties going forward? Yeah. And then kids will be like, oh, I don't know, ah, oh, oh, like, Trump, ah. Uh, well, oh, coronavirus, yes. coronavirus happened, and it's all people talked about, and then this happened, and the world just came together. Yeah. Like, it's it's good to see as well, like that black. It's almost like thing. it's it's really weird. It's almost like coronavirus separated everybody, and then this is bringing everybody back together in like a united stance. Yeah. But then everybody's united in this stance that quarantine still exists. It's odd. It's a weird time to be, to be on social media and try yeah. and make change happen. It's just I think so you're right though. It it completely is like where your ethics stand. It is. It's like it's whatever you want. It's personal. It's either and then if you look at it the other way, it's like if you don't care about coronavirus or you don't think it's real, then you'll go outside. But then if you're a massive racist, you won't support the movement. Yeah. So it really is like it's it's it it's. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. That's what and it what, is. And, like, the thing I want to say as well is if someone decides to go to a protest mm-hmm. and they're not, like, socially distancing or whatever or they go to a crowded place because of the protest, like, don't judge them. That's their... Oh, God, yeah. That's their choice. That's where what they think is best for them and that's what they want to support. Equally, if you choose to quarantine and stay in the house, that's your choice. Yeah, like, if someone says, oh, well, do. you're not going to the protest, like, you're or whatever... Just be like, you know, mum, it, it's ethics. It, it, it's so, it's, yeah, I think you described it best there. Yeah. I'm not going to chime in on that one, but yeah, yeah 100%. Just good, just something to bring up, though. Like, it's food for thought. If anybody has any, like, maybe opinion on it. Yeah, um, like alternatives, because I, I, I haven't thought about any other real alternatives. <laughs>
Tom Baxley 100% was in a bunker he's in a bunker like still like he ran, ran and hide he hit, he turned the lights of the White House off, I've seen that which I don't think they said the, they haven't been turned off it's only when a president dies yeah they, they have and which was JFK 1963 two. 2 3 2 uh, I don't know Okay, we're gonna bet here. I think JFK died in 1962. You think I'm always wrong on this, 63? but I think it's 63. Here, I'll Google it. I'm gonna right. Google. But, but yeah, so they only turned in the and then they did comparisons. I think it was like um. Aww. Oh, is it 63? It's 63. Woo! It's 63. JFK's my man, though. He's oh, my, he's, he's guess my guess the month. Oh, it was uh, July. No. Oh wait, no, stop. It was in summer. No. It was October. No. Was it? <laughs> when was it? 22nd of November. I was but close. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Continue. Continue. But where's the bunker? I don't know. I feel like nobody knows where the bunker is. That's the thing. But he, um, he took all his, his... Well, he took his kid... Baron Trump and his wife. The time traveller? completely hates him. Yeah, Baron Trump is a time traveller. But he also looks like a kid that was like... He's a time traveller. He's it's just... It's just have you, it's, I don't know. I don't want to pass comment, but he looks like an asshole. Like Trump then? Have you also seen... He's like 14 years old and he's like 7 foot tall. He's really, really freaky looking. He looks like Slenderman. Well, is Ivanka not his mum? Yeah. She's kind of tall as well, isn't she not? She's like 5'11". How do I know that? I don't know. I'm going to... Should I Google that? <laughs> yeah, Google it. Um, but... What, what, what height do you think Trump is? Like, genuinely, if you didn't know what height she was, what height would you say Trump was? Because he always gets a fun of made small, small hands. 5'4". He's like 6'2". Is he? Yeah, he's really tall. I didn't know that. Um, Talking to Trump. Give me it metres. No, just right. Feet? In feet, yeah. 5'11"? Jeez, you're right. You're yes. on the ball today. I'm telling you, boy. Whoa, Tasha. I know. You quizzing me? You quizzing me again? Not really. Just <laughs> competitively guessing. But no, talking about Trump, um, obviously, we can see the Weinstein documentary. Oh, the Epstein? Whoa, yeah. That was weird. I think at all the rapists at once, to be honest. Wow. I watched... You told me to watch it. Yeah. So basically, there's this new Epstein, um, Jeffrey oh, it's, it's Epstein. It's all, it's all filthy, filthy Rich, isn't it? Filthy Rich on Netflix. And um, it's about Jeffrey Epstein, who, if you don't know who he is, he basically was arrested for being... Well, he was arrested twice, once in 2008, for soliciting prostitution with minors. Yeah. And then he got basically over that like he he had a set it was six day work release and then it was a seven day work release which meant that he could go out of the prison for 12 hours he basically only slept there. yeah but for context for people who don't know who he is he was a big businessman who worked oh, yeah, basically on wall street made his millions there yeah frauded a company there and then he, he cooked he basically like he cooked the stock markets yeah but with of Wall Street stuff, like he faked, oh, for sure. he faked the stock markets, the figures, so that people Before would think... Before that, he was, he was a school teacher, and then they find out that he lied about getting a college degree, and they were like, yo, what, yeah. like, what, how, how did you do that? And then he was like, well, 
I don't know. Yeah, but like the figures that he faked, he like made the businesses look like they had loads of money, which would make people invest their money, even though the business wasn't successful. So it was like frauding people that were giving him money for mm-hmm. investments. Yeah. And um, he was caught for that, fired, and then he moved to a different company, did the same thing. And he owns a house, he owns property in Paris, New York, Palm Beach. New Mexico. New Mexico. Florida. Well, no, Palm Beach um, is Florida. And he used the, the Virgin Caribbean, Islands. The Virgin Islands. Like he owns so much, and um, he is. What, what, what's his What's his island called in the Virgin Islands? Fuck, you don't want to know. It's called Little James Island. It's It's called Little James Island, and Jeffrey Epstein calls it Little Jeffrey Island, but it's really nicknamed Little Pedo Island. Yeah, like the documentary's mad. It exposes so much. But see, to be honest, Tasha, see when I was watching it, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. Like, it wasn't surprising to me. What do you mean? Like, like what, what wasn't him? No, just the whole documentary. Like, I was just kind of watching it and I was going, you know, like, I'd believe it. A hundred percent. I think the documentary's like, I think they could have hit so much harder. Yeah. I think they really should have. Four episodes for one. This dude was doing this shit for 30 plus years. Yeah. They need like, like, four episodes is not enough. I need like, uh... 12 episode two series and in the meantime they're trying to like i feel like they cut corners i feel like they didn't delve into like the fact that he ran in the same circles as harvey weinstein and kevin spacey and chris tucker who have all been like yeah alleged to have has chris tucker i don't know if he's been alleged i think he was back in the 90s or something yeah well i yeah and obviously of course he's really good mates with donald trump um if he's running in the same circle bill clinton like Obviously, Donald Trump and Bill Clinton haven't been accused of any sexual harassment or anything like that. Yeah, they have. You oh, were like, um, oh, flip Bill that's Clinton's right. like, I did not sleep. I did not have sexual relations with Mr. Lewinsky. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. But just like if they're all friends and they're running this same sort of circle, and Trump's like the biggest rapist of them all. He always gets accused. He's yeah. got like twenty restraining orders against him. I just feel White like White House staff alone. It was like some sort of secret club. And then when I was watching it, I was like. I wasn't surprised. Like, when I watched a Ted Bundy documentary for the first time, you're yeah. like, I can't believe he jumped out that window. Oh, my God. Or, oh, yeah, Or when sure. you're watching Tiger King, it's like, whoa, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. You're like, that dude's mad. I think that when I was watching this one, I was just like, yep, he's a dirty old man with loads of fucking money and has a lot of power. And did, I wouldn't do you not have think, passed him. Oh, no, for sure. But do you not think... Because he was sort of... He's portrayed as this, like, man of mystery. I don't think he was. I think he was just a lazy shit. They were like, he, they were yeah. literally were like, he doesn't dress well. He wears whatever he wants. Yeah, he doesn't care. And I'm, doesn't and I'm like, you lit- that doesn't mean he's a man of mystery. It just means he's a lazy shit. Like, yeah. And it's like, he's a, he's really introverted. And it's like, no, he just doesn't like to go outside. He's like, just a weird dude. dude. Dude, I swear to God, like all of this happened because he's the most normal looking, relatively attractive guy. If he looked like, like, have you ever seen Harvey Weinstein? I know. Absolute. He looks like a bulldog. I know. Trump, terrifying looking. Like, if you look at Jeffrey Epstein, you're like, nice guy. And again, bringing it back to Ted Bundy, the exact same thing. Yeah. You know, normal looking, charming looking, probably nice, but, you know, murderer slash rapist. Psycho inside. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I can't help but I was watching it, and, like, 
I wasn't on the edge of my seat because I knew what was going to... I knew what the next yeah. thing was. It was going to get more of it. Do you I know think what I mean? It is, like, you, you do watch it, but I think it is one of those things. I think it's good to watch if you don't know a lot about it. Mm. And, you know, you sort of want to, like, expand your knowledge on, like, this circle of higher power. 100%. Because that's what it is. Like, Bill Clinton, like, has said, I have never been to Jeffrey's Island. And the, that's lies in the documentary. Yeah, in, in pi- pilots legally have to have logbooks. And Bill Clinton went to the island between two thousand and four, two thousand and five, twenty six. Why would times. you lie about it if you weren't guilty? But also, like, what, you like trying to hide but something? that's like in a court of law. If you went, these are the logs. Why is your name here? He would but, be arrested. But this is because the state of attorney and everybody was in cahoots with them. Exactly. Like the local, but that, like, but it's so Palm Beach much. Police for everybody. They were all in cahoots with them, so we got no, them murder. The, yeah, well, oh, but it's it's just. I, it just really like frustrates me that whole Prince Andrew thing as well. He was sweating all over me. Oh no, I don't sweat. I have a medical condition. Well, I haven't Shut seen that. Up. I, I only see. I've only watched um like the three episodes or two episodes, and then I was the like, Prince I Andrew can't. Thing I have to turn this off. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Why'd you have to turn it off? I was just like, I oh, fucking had enough of this, man. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah, I was like, I get it. He's a he's a dirty pedo, and he he felt guilty <laughs> and. All his I mates. don't think he did feel guilty and at I was, all. I was like, all his mates, all his friends are obviously doing the same shit, aka Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey, who have been caught red-handed. And then I was just like, oh, it made me angry. I was like, I just have to turn it off. Because then I'd listened to the Louis Throw podcast as yeah. well this week, which was interviewing one of Harvey Weinstein's victims, and she talks about it. And, I mean, replace... Harvey's name in that yeah, podcast with, with Jeffrey, Jeffrey and it's exactly the same yeah I, I think like um, for me it's just like I'm just like I don't understand how there has to be there has to be some good people that have that have power like what? Like why? Like, you can't just have this ring of pedos running the country. What was like, the crap what with, is the, going with the woman here? Yeah, yeah. But then she, the, you know, I, I Gillian the, I think she's, she's the source of the problem. She's quite hide, honest with she's you. She's hiding out in the Middle East. I wouldn't be surprised. Like they can't find her. Like she's like probably in that bunker with Trump. I think no she. Was, I think she was like the ringleader of it all. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think because people don't suspect women to do like that. Yeah, and I especially think it was her. women. Of like a certain class and with a lot of money. And they, did you hear how her dad passed? Yeah, he was like news of the world sort of type of person. So this woman is Jeffrey Epstein's girlfriend, and basically, but not really. It's like it's his undercover girlfriend. She's not his girlfriend. Yeah, but like they were hanging the public out. image girlfriend. That's yeah, what it is. Hanging out loads, and um, her dad was a businessman, but also died under suspicious circumstances. Um, was he was accused. he was he was a media mogul in England. Yeah, and he was accused of like being with underage people as well. Yeah. So I don't know. I think it's something to do with her. Oh god, yeah. And no, then she latched onto weird. Jeffrey because again he like symbolized kind of what her dad was to her, like a yeah. big powerful businessman. For sure. And then I um, there's a I find up the PhD on Reddit of um you know if you like deep on Reddit it's not that deep but um of his little black book that he used to keep all his contacts in ninety four pages of it I read through every single name man we've got Chris Evans you know the radio host on Top Gear why is he in the book I don't know uh, we got Alistair Campbell we got Richard Murdoch we got Peter Mandelson Mandelin um Mick Jagger and then I've took like it's it's actually insane the amount of people that's in this book like. Ralph Fiennes is in it. Lord Voldemort. I'd believe it. And, like, I would just love... Like, I wish I had some form of, like... I don't know, something, man. 
tweet all the like tweet all the people or like just fucking ring them up and be you like expose them. Why why is your name in the book? Like Chris Evans, I was like was on the was on the radio this morning and I was like you you, I would him? love to ring into the you radio show him? and be like, yo, oh, I just want to talk about um I don't know, the new single the fucking I don't I don't know anybody in the pop. I just want to talk name. about Lady Gaga's new single. Yeah, and then oh, be like, with Chris Evans. And yeah, then and then like, be like, why are you in the black book? Why are you in the black book? I'd be like, hello, Chris. I'm just ringing today because um, I want to know what your connection was with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, why? Why are you in Jeffrey's? I guarantee they'd cut you off. Oh, 100 percent. But I want to know why are you. Please in vote. There? Please vote in the podcast. Should we actually call Chris, Chris Evans, Evans and ask him on his his radio show? Virgin Is it the radio. BBC? Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio? Yeah. We'll ring him and be like, um, we're just doing a bit of research into the Epstein documentary that came out and, you know, we've thrown through some... I want to know why your name is there. ...paperwork and we find your name, so I'm just wondering what your relationship to Jeffrey Epstein was. Like, these are like... like I'd put him on the spot. Yeah. I would. That's like Let's do it. Yeah. Let's aim to do it. people in the world a lot of people probably don't know as well that they've done a collaboration so oh, and it's sick too good song choice um, oh, it's, it's mad I think the Post Malone was originally going to be a country western singer well that's what he wants to do after Rapping. after he's sort of done with it I think he's sort of you know like coming to an end off it not coming to an end I think he's sort of over it yeah because have you, have you ever seen his um, acoustic video of him like sitting on his car or whatever no. and he sings um he does an acoustic version of Talk Talking Heads, Psycho Killer. Oh my god, no! It's unbelievable, man. Sick, like. I'll go. Ch- I'll go look at it. And even like, he's just cool. Yeah, he is a good dude. But it's strange when he has all those face tats. The last thing you'd think was, oh, that guy's country western. Yeah, he he's yeah he's just the coolest person. In the Have world. you ever seen him live? No, don't have you? No, but he played the RDS in Dublin like quite yeah, recently. I know. I, you I should really win. I know. I, I I didn't know anybody else liked him. I love Post Malone. I love Post Malone too. Posty. He looks like Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. No, he doesn't. Do you know who Bulby is? Yeah, of course. No, that's <laughs> so adorable. Uh, he reacted to that in a video. I know, and he's like, no, I don't. He's like, that's so mean. I don't yeah. look like Bulby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bulby. Give it a try. Okay. Life's but a walking shadow. But I'm like, 
Oh, I'm almost near. I've been watching Hunters on Amazon Prime, which for anybody that doesn't know, it's like a... Hoo-ah! Yeah, Al Pacino's in it, and it's a 10-part episode series about Nazis coming to America during the 70s after the whole... Um, Second World War. The Second World War, and basically the USA decided to bring them in before the Soviets got them to help them win the space race. And um, it's a great show. But I went, I've been watching that on and off. So I watched two episodes of Epstein and then I was like, oh, just, I gotta get out of here. So then I had to, I went That's so weird. I, I binged that so, like so fast. It's so weird that you, I, also the, I like, I watched like two episodes of Hunters and was like, no, I'm a big Al Pacino fan and anybody knows me, huge Al Pacino fan. But I was like, Eh. It goes to show you though, like people have different tastes. For sure. Yeah. Like we, you could watch a movie. Like, um, Tyshi told me to watch High Fidelity, which was in the other one, and I was, I was like, she was like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Yeah, like, it's one of the greatest movies to come out." It was like two thousand. And Tyshi was like, "Gonna strangle me," which is good. I think it's a good thing because, as much as we have things in common and similar, mm. we're completely different people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, Fiona was like, he was a dick, so I couldn't watch it. And I was like, that's the point, bro. Yeah. Fiona was like, no. Um, but that's all I've been really watching recently. Yeah, I've just, I, I've just... I still haven't watched the end of um, Tiger King. Really? Haven't seen I, it. I, I, the, it came, the new episode came out where it sort of, like, re-interviewed them all. And yeah. I haven't seen that. Like, I, I can be... I've been told it's shite. Do you know what came out in the news, it? though? Like, might have been yesterday or the day before. Um... Carol Baskin won his estate. Yeah, she's got a zoo. She got his zoo. I think he also has coronavirus. He's got no. coronavirus. Oh, he got it in prison. prison? Yeah. Yeah, but she had a lawsuit or a court battle against him to... He'll be raging. ...to take his zoo, and Se- she got season it. Season two. There might be a season, season two. Season two. That, that's such a season two opener. Return, Return of serious? the Tiger King. Oh, the Tiger Queen. <gasps> Whoa! Whoa! Return of the Tiger Queen. Okay. Sick. Actually, someone hit us up and we'll, we'll film it for you. Netflix, copy- it's 07. <laughs> <laughs> We're copywriting that right now. Yeah. Um, will we introduce you a little song? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I'm going to um, play this Marlon Williams song. It's a live recording. and um, <laughs> So I don't know, like, you might notice it's live, you might not. But it's by Marlon Williams and it's called Arahura. Which Aurora. Aurora. I don't know how you say it. Arahura. 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 Doesn't matter. He's from New Zealand, so maybe it's, I don't know, local dialect. Who knows? Could be. But anyway, it's a great song, so please enjoy it. It's called Arahura. I'm 
But yeah, news as well for everybody listening to the podcast. Um, I know we like the whole point of the podcast is that like we're in our mid twenties, we're kind of floating, and we don't know what the next step is. But um, so this is why we talk so much rubbish in between. In between, yeah. <laughs> in between the important stages of our life, we sort of fill it with blanks, crap. Yeah. Um, but this week I got an email. Basically, I applied to loads of universities as soon as coronavirus hit. And um, I got many rejections, but then lots, not too many rejections. And like it actually had you like upset. I was so it? upset because yeah. yeah, like the I one I wanted, tell. the one I wanted to get into, basically were just like nope. And then I found out like this week that I got an interview for Ooh. Manchester Metropolitan University. So sick, dude! <gasps> I know it's just an interview, but like just no, even to get so that. So cool. Fiona told me the other day in town, and I was actually delighted for her. I yeah. think it's unbelievable. So I think it's important to keep everybody updated, just, like, what we're actually doing with our lives. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, this might be the next step. It might not. Do you know what I mean? Well, it could not I think, work out. yeah, the, the interview almost in itself is, is like, a stepping stone, because then you can yeah decide, they, you know? Want, it's, a, it's a Skype interview, right? And they want me to um, do a written examination after it. And oh, then take pictures, of the, take pictures of the answers and then send them to them. Well, that's pretty weird. I know, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, I'm dead nervous, but we'll see what happens. I think you'll be good, man. I, I think it's one of those ones that, you know, you, you will be nervous because you always were. It's like walking and doing an exam at school. Yeah. And then before you come, that, that's not, exams are terrifying. I don't know why I said that. Uh, I think I, you, it's one of those things that you sort of already done uni so you're a bit like god what else do they want from me yeah and then but i think 100%. that that knowledge of already having done uni you'll be yeah you know you're probably a lot more mature than you think you are as well whenever it comes to like education in that sense mm. so i think you'll be grand um for the course if anybody's wondering as well it's um just it's speech and language therapy post-grad two years and on top of that right mm-hmm. i rank student finance who, by the way, I hate. Oh, they're the worst. I hate yeah. their guts. But I rang them because I was like, if I'm going for an interview, I might as well start looking at funding because yeah. I don't want to be too late to apply. Uh-huh. And I rang this this girl and it was so obvious she was working from home. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah because Dishwasher on the back right now. No, not even. She was like whispering. So I rang and um, she was like, they always have Scottish accents because yeah. student finance and I headquarters is, is, is in, in Scotland. It's in Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. So I rang and she was like, "Rope the Celts together." Yeah. yeah. She literally was like, "Hello, um, can I just take your customer reference number?" Oh. And I was like, "Um, yeah." Called it out to her, and then she was like, "Okay, so I'm just going to need your um your uh first letter, your third letter, and your last letter of your security question." Oh and she was like whispering. Wow. I I was like, "What? Sorry, can you repeat that? Like, what did you say?" And your and phone then, voice as well. Yeah, my I have a I really oh. Fiona's phone voice is like the oddest thing. Yeah, but then she, I was like, I told her the letters, and she was like, "Okay, can I just um double check that that's B for Bravo, J?" <laughs> and then she was like, "D for Tango." No, then she was like, then she was like, "J for Jacket," and I'm like, "Number." It really, aggra- it really aggravates me when people don't get the phonetic alphabet right, and I don't know why. But I was G like, "J for Jacket." J for Jacket. Oh. 
And it really gets to me when people don't get. But I was. Just you like, said G for jacket. G. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, oh, that's shocking. No, it was just my bad Scottish accent. But anyway, that I was, was actually on, pretty good. I was on the phone to them for ages, trying to get it sorted, and um, eventually she was like, "Yeah, you ha- even though it's a postgraduate, you have to apply for funding, but choose undergraduate." Which I didn't get. See, they make that shit so complicated, man. I want to be able to go in there, tick three boxes, and then be like, do you want it or not? And I'll be like, "Uh uh-huh. I know. Not hard. So I just thought that, like, I should update the mid-twenties podcast that, like, all that's happening in the background. Well done, man. It's really, really unbelievable. Thank you. Like, it's really, really sick. I'm really, really happy and stoked for you. Because I know know how much it will mean to you as well. I know. But it also means that I have to, like, up sticks and move to Manchester in September. I know. <laughs> Media city as well. Oh my god, no, I'm gonna die. Big, big, big city. I'm terrified. Manchester's like the London of the North. Is that what they call it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the English call it, don't you know? <laughs> uh, right, well, I think I'm gonna introduce my next song, which is by a local DJ here in Northern Ireland called Rory Gilmore. I think he just goes by Gilmore, but it's a song called May's Groove. So enjoy it, folks. Also, man, did you know that there is a town in Pennsylvania, you know, the state? Yeah. Um, called Centralita, Central, Centrala, I think. And it's completely, like, what's the word? Derelict. Well, De- what's the, desolate. What's, what's the word whenever nobody lives in a town? Dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the town's, com- no, it's completely empty. Ghost. Almost, like, it's like a ghost town, yeah. It's like... Chernobyl, but and it's because that underneath the city, the town, it's on is on fire, and it's been on fire since like nineteen seventy three. What do you mean it's on fire? Like, it's on fire. Why? Because there was a coal mine fire. It used to be like a mining town. Right. There was a coal mine fire, and it literally just has not stopped. And there's pictures of it. Um pictures of it like on the internet and like at the side of the streets and like you know where the roads are paved and then it's managed to like crack up in between like the grass and the roads and there's just like fire and like all the smoke billowing out of it constantly no way 2017 the population was four people 2018 the population is was 11 oh so people actually moved to it yeah isn't that weird? It, even though it's it's on fire underground. Imagine saying that. Oh, well, I found this new house. It's really cheap. Where is it? Just this town that's, like, on fire. Yeah, but underground. Don't have to pay for heating. Exactly. Roasting all the time. It's like, imagine the, like, the, the, you know, there's those abandoned underground London tubes in New yes. York and, like, yeah, London yeah, yeah. in particular, I think. It's like them being on, fi- on fire. That's mental. But I want to know, like, where does it stop? Like, how do they know it stops? Why is this fire not going out? Well, if it's... Because 
coal is a fossil fuel, so it's probably just constantly burning. But you got, it's got to be able to run out of coal at some point. Well, if it's built into the rock, do you know what I mean? Possibly. It's going to burn for a quarter well, of time. It's been burning for, what, like 1970? What's that, 30, 50 years? Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't heard about that sooner because of like the whole... It's crazy, isn't you it? You know, there's no planet B climate and change. climate change. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they haven't brought that up. I didn't know about that. Maybe that's because they know that we'll just jump to a parallel universe whenever it all fails. Is Pennsylvania Vania, middle America? No, no, it's like... Uh, Coast? Well, it's like Amish country, so yeah, I suppose it's relatively middle that's America. That's why we haven't heard of it, goddamn Amish. The Amish country. They don't have social media or else they'd be all over it. I feel like it's on the East Coast, though. I, I'm... I'm it is. I think it's Pennsylvania's near New Jersey. I don't know. Gosh, our geography's so bad. Mine's actually pretty good, but Pennsylvania, I think it's East Coast. Yeah. Amish people, are, Amish people are just so interesting, aren't they? Did you, did you ever watch that old TV show called Amish Mafia? No. Sick. Why would they have a mafia? Well, exactly. Jesus. It was odd. Um, they, they like don't believe in weapons and stuff, but you know you gotta keep the Amish in line somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so they got an Amish. Amish I, I'm pretty. I, I don't know if it was like a mockumentary or, but it was uh, for an eleven year old. It was very real. <laughs> Lou Thoreau did a documentary with them, and um, he's like, oh no, it might have been Lou Thoreau. Actually, I think it was Card Pilkington. Do you know Ricky yeah, Gervais' yeah, yeah, friend? Yeah. He went and he was like, um, imagine living your life as like. You know, working to raise his friend. Yeah, but he was like... That's like like being like, oh, you know, uh, Natasha and Fiona's podcast, like, you know, Fiona, like Fiona's mate? Yeah. Like, what? you're not actually a whole person. Yeah. Um, but he went and he interviewed him and he was like, so was it like James Bond? And the guy was just like, blank expression. Like, who the hell's James Bond? And what does co- he even mean by that? Because he was explaining something. He was like... I'm reading this book, and he was like, "Oh, I know what a book is, obviously." Oh, and right, then he was the like, book. He was like, it, he was like, like James it's James Bond. Bond, and he was like, "I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about." And Carl just looked at him like, "You don't know who James Bond is," and he was like, "Nope, sorry, I'm not familiar with it." And he goes at him. He's like, <laughs> oh, "James Bond." He's like, 007, shaking, not stirred." <laughs> and then the Amish guy is just like, "Nope, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about." Oh, like he's completely amazing. disregards him. That's so sick. And he just is like. Right, well, moving on. And then, like, because <laughs> how do you explain <laughs> what James Bond is to somebody if you don't know it? Oh, you'd be like secret agent. Mental. And then he's probably like, what's that? Mental. Oh, Jesus. Do you know what you have to watch, though? And I'm actually, I'm surprised you haven't watched it. The X-Files. Why haven't you seen it? I, well, no, I've been meaning to start it. But then the Epstein thing is, is completely, like, it's all, like, my brain is expanding. You have to watch the X-Files. And... I know, and I really do need to watch the X-Files, man. Even if you don't watch the series, just watch the movie, the No, but that's one. like that's like being like, that's so shit, that's like being like, oh, no, you don't need to watch Twin Peaks, watch the Twin Peaks movie. Have you ever seen the Twin Peaks movie? Shit. Yeah. I watch the, I watch the X-Files. Yeah, you have to watch it. Although in saying that, there's some episodes I sit down to watch, and it gets about five minutes in, and I'm like, nope. Yeah, but I feel like, I mean, I know, like, Boulder and Scully, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like... You gotta know the characters enough to be able to be like no, yeah. Like first like season two seasons and then I'll be able to. But it's it, it's on it's on it's on the list. It's definitely. And a lot of it was on. a lot of it was filmed in Vancouver. So like when me and Tommy went there, we proper fangirled. Yeah. We were like went to all the locations. You and stand it. We were like it was filmed here. Yeah. Classic. Tom, when Tommy was working for um, UPS delivery service, he actually delivered like a package to Mulder's apartment. In quotes. No, oh, what? Where, yeah, where they filmed. <laughs> what, what? That's awesome. 
And he only, he like recognized it from the episode. He was like, he said the delivery driver stopped and he got out to deliver the package and he was just like, holy shit, this <gasps> is Mulder's apartment. That would be like, like, that would be like me accidentally walking out and being in front of like the Ghostbusters fire station. Yeah. Like that, because I, I, I know Tommy like loves X-Files. Like, loves it. Yeah. That would be like, I feel like that would be an equivalent and I could only imagine that like this. Whew. So good. Like it's definitely on your list. You have to watch it. It's like you walking in front of like Jeffree Star's house because you love Jeffree Star. I don't love Jeffree Star. <laughs> Who says I like Jeffree Star? You don't love Jeffree Star. I don't. Where are you getting this information from? I mean, are you making this up? We have a shared YouTube channel, and I know all you watch is Jeffree Star. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch Jeffree Star. <laughs> don't lie to the audience. Oh yet. my god, I don't. That's alright. I let, I'll tell you. I watch. I watch. No, it's um, fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no one clear my name <laughs> this information isn't going like Dirk now I look like a liar <laughs> I don't it's watch Jeffree right, Star man. don't need to be embarrassed loads of people do oh my god I'm going to strangle you I don't this guy's one of the biggest YouTubers in the world are you talking about David Dobrik no I watch I watch David Dobrik a lot I'm talking about Jeffree Star I'm going to kill you <laughs> I don't watch him I watch um, David Dobrik that's about it oh and Casey Neistat yeah, but he's over it now. He's over the tube. He doesn't do it no more. Yeah, he stopped vlogging, didn't he? Yeah. Do you reckon that was his political stance or he was just like, oh, I've been there, done that? No, I think he's over it. Oh, okay. It's completely over it. He's made so much money, I don't think he, like, not like I don't think he cares anymore, but I think he's just sort of like, you know, raising his family and stuff like that. Cause he's Focusing so, on yeah. the important like, things. Like, he just moved and I think he, because he, like, stopped showing his kid's face in his vlogs and stuff. Yeah. And then he had another kid. And then I think he was just like, I don't want to raise a family in New York or whatever, so... Yeah, he Casey Neistat's, like, was one of the biggest YouTubers of all time, mm. if not... The biggest? Yeah. Like, he, but, like, not, like, for, like, quality content, not, like, freaking... Mm. I think we talked about it in episode five. Oh. For a bit. So head back in and listen to that if you want to actually know a bit more about Casey Neistat. But, um, yeah, I'm actually going to put Natasha on the spot. No, no. <laughs> I'm this gonna, is so odd. Just briefly, <laughs> just briefly tell the people when you've have you been to Las Vegas? Yeah. When did you go to Vegas? Um. Two thousand and da da da. Nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Two thousand nine. Two thousand eight was first year. Yeah, it was two thousand seven then. Th- so two thousand seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah. No, um, the summer two thousand eight. Okay, so just before first year? I think so, yeah. And who did you go with? I went with my dad and my granny. <laughs> and what what age were you at this? Yeah, 10, 11. Okay, so Tasha <laughs> went to Vegas when she was like 10 years old with her granny and her dad. And um, just tell the people why you went. Because I think it's a fascinating story. I think it's a well, really good reason. I think it was like... Cause so... My... Um, wait... <laughs> I'm like, where to start? Ba- basically, like, we have 11 pluses. If you don't know what they are, it's like a, a transfer test. Like, it makes you go from primary school to secondary school and decides what school you go into. Yeah. So, on my dad's side, we have four cousins. Well, there's more than that, but at the time, there was only four. And we're all two years apart. So, for a thing, I don't know, for, like, a congratulations of doing your 11 plus and... You know, regardless of what grade you got, like my granny, um, 
let us like give us like a bunch of travel brochures and by um, us you mean I, yeah well i mean like okay at the time like she gave my cousin ryan one then my cousin calvin one and then me and then my cousin nave mm-hmm. and um she gave us a bunch of travel brochures and was like pick somewhere in the world and we'll go um, fantastic yeah I, yeah i love this was, woman yeah it was really it was really awesome and um, so I was looking around, and previously, cause I, I I was the third oldest, so second youngest. My cut, my the oldest cousin went to New York, which oh, is unreal. Yeah, Good choice. Yeah, and then the second oldest cousin um went to Australia and like went to Steve Irwin's Zoo and everything like that. Like amazing. Yeah, like I think it was like a cruise Australia or something like that. I'm not sure. Um. And then I picked Las Vegas <laughs> for some. I don't know. As you do, 10 year old, 10 year old girl, where you want to go? Vegas. Go bigger, so, go home. But like, they let me go. Yeah, which is fantastic. And it was awesome. Not even that. Like, obviously, like, Vegas is known for all, like, the mad stuff and whatever. But, like, they've got, like, the hotels are unbelievable, man. Like, it's the, everything's huge. They got Eminem World, Coca Cola World. They had the Stratosphere Tower, which yeah. is 900 meters up in the air, which is insane and there's um roller coaster rides on the top of this tower did you go on it yeah but these rides like the thing is wait did your granny go on it no she would have a fucking heart attack <laughs> my dad went on it though and he like like he i thought he was gonna have a heart attack but this there's this like claw that like drags you over the side of the building so you're dangling 900 meters up in the air oh my god and then no. there's this one that like shoots out like you you have to insert a video man it like these rides are insane like actually insane were you tall enough to get on them i, I wasn't tall enough to get on a load of them like you know there's there's one in a hotel called new york new york and i was like two inches too short Oh, it sucked. I, I know. They should have given you a pass. Like I know. I was with my dad, like, out of town. Come on here yeah. now. Let me come on. Were you allowed in the casinos? Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I've i found the rule, the broken rule for casinos. You're not allowed to stand in the casinos under the age of 21. And, like, this, I was, my granny was playing or whatever, and I was standing there. And this huge security bot at the time, like, come up to me and my dad and was like, um, she can't be here. Like, you know, she was like, she can't stand in the casino. And, my, and like, I was like, my dad was like, yo. And then I was like, oh, I can't stand. And I was like, got it. So I basically, like, walked around in circles at my granny's blackjack table. <laughs> because that's like, I, I broke. You found the loophole? Yeah. I broke the casino. Did you get free drinks? Well, I don't know. I mean, I probably yeah. No, well, not, yeah, no, Coke. like you. No, well, you're ten. I can't remember, but um, but we went to like magic shows. We got um, I got helicopter like down the strip of Las Vegas, and you know the big um, you know the big like l- Luminex <laughs> like um, I'm in stitches here because I'm just picturing ten year old Natasha living Dude, her best life. Oh in my Vegas. god! Like because like, I was the kid, I got to sit at the front of the helicopter as well. And they, like, put on the, um, like, the earphones and you can hear the pilot and you can talk and everything like that. And you know the big black triangle hotel thing with the huge, like, light beam? If you've ever watched Crime, crime, crime Scene Investigation, all you got to do is watch, like, the first, like, two minutes of it and you'll literally see this hotel. It's, like, a huge beam of light and, like, the helicopter, like, circled the beam of light and we got to go, like... At night time or during the day? Oh, yeah, at night time. Dude, what do you think I am? What do you think this is? This was child. Play. How, how long was your trip? Uh, five days. Five days. In January. 
and um, there's also this like mall that's in like the like the like old Vegas. So like new Vegas and old Vegas, and this place is like. I love how it's like when you go to Spain. It's like the old town and the yeah, new town. Yeah, literally, it's like, like it's like. But it's Vegas. Yeah, and you know, like old New Vegas is like you know the Bellagio, and that that was um the Bellagio is the one where um. Uh, Ocean's Ocean's Eleven. They yeah. they break into Ocean's Eleven and the Hangover. You did the Hangover before it was a yeah, movie. Yeah, where he's found on the roof. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the, the hotel. I did the Hangover before they were ten years old completely, yeah. but um, so that's where I stayed, and it was like absolutely insane. They also had like a Chinatown in the hotel, like in wow. like I I don't think anybody unless you go like I don't think you understand like how huge these hotels are. Like they're like islands like you could go do vegas and not leave the hotel yeah like there's chocolate shops like there's tiffany and co there was restaurants beyond belief there was is it shows. true is it true they don't have clocks inside the casinos yeah. and they don't have windows either no no so you never tell what time of day it is i heard a fact that like the casinos have crazy pattern carpets have you noticed that yeah so like you never look down uh, so like if you look down at her like there's too much going yeah. on it, it is a whole like psychological thing completely what, what was my point what was i getting at like you could spend oh, your whole day in the yeah, hotel yeah um but like old vegas so like you know like circus circus new york new york the paris hotel like you know the bellagio the caesar's palace that's like oh, oh, uh what do you call that fucking thing what? That's New Vegas. Right. But Old Vegas is where, like, you know the Golden Nugget? You know the big massive LED sign and it's a cowboy with his legs crossed and he's oh, got yeah. the he jumps. Stetson hat? No, he's got the Stetson hat. Oh, And he's, yes. like, pouring yeah, yeah, yeah. the hat and it says, like, Golden Nugget on the side. Well, that's, like, Old Vegas. And holy... Dude, it's a different world. Like, it is terrifying. Anytime I think of Vegas, I think of the Looney Tunes movie. Yeah, I think I vaguely remember that. Have you seen the Looney Tunes movie? And well, they go to sure Vegas have, to, to find the blue monkey? I'm going to insert a clip right here. Las Vegas, Jeeves. Taking you to Las Vegas. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, like, like all, all Vegas is just a completely different world. Like, it's, it's genuine. Like, that's where, like, you know, the people who obviously can't afford I've to heard live that. there anymore like they go but it's really weird because they have this like um strip mall like everything's in, in a line in a straight line in vegas or america but they have this huge huge strip mall it must be like a mile mile and a half long like it's huge and um the ceiling is led tvs but they're curved like domes so it's like a TV for like a mile and a half long on the ceiling. What? But you're but it still feels like you're outside, right? And we were there, and there's pictures. Maybe okay, we're not gonna insert my holiday <laughs> photos, but we'll uh, I'll shoot, we'll insert the photo with the t- of the TVs in the ceiling. Um, and the TV was sh- was like um aliens and it was like an alien autopsy like it looked like like if you looked up like it literally looked like there was aliens like cutting you up and like zapping you and like laser beaming you like it literally looked like an autopsy like it was alien themed whenever i went it changes themes all the time like did the five days feel like longer yeah it was it was 
like nuts man I'd, lo- I'd love to do Vegas but not for like the partying or the gambling I actually think I would spend most of my time in like Rachel Nevada do you know like with yeah. the whole and going look at the letterbox and the whole alien yeah, thing yeah for sure well I like and then we done like we had like a really really small like propeller helicopter no plane sorry we had a propeller plane and then it flew us um to the Grand Canyon and all around the Grand Canyon as well again and the Grand Canyon Natasha like, living her best life. <laughs> right. no like but it like honestly man if you have the money and I'm telling you during, Obviously, during, it's ridiculously expensive, but go in like, go in like January, February, like go yeah. weird times, like go in November, like you know you don't need to. When you went over the Grand Canyon, did you just like? Like why? Why would sorry? I'm just interrupting me, but like okay. why would you go to Vegas and go and sit at a swimming pool all day? I know that's like that. Like me. that doesn't make sense. I don't. I, it's not a summer holiday. Yeah, that's like a way tourist tip in there man i'm telling you yeah. go odd times of the year it'll be cheaper less busy and like you don't need to go to vegas and sit a swimming pool yeah like you want to go out there you want to see everything well it's class i was going to say like when you went over the grand canyon yeah oh my god that's my fridge <laughs> <laughs> i was going to say when you went over the grand canyon did you like empty just like a giant briefcase of money into the Grand <laughs> <laughs> Canyon. What, what do you think this is? A fucking Great Escape? Yeah, I think oh. I think that you're what, part what of it. What do you call it? South by South, South by Southwest? Yeah. No, I did not do that. Oh, shame. Missed opportunity. Can't really, you're not, don't, you're not really allowed to stick your hands out of airplane windows for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe we should insert like a little Vegas song. Oh, okay. The next song coming up is... is Vegas uh, themed. Is a uh, I'll pick this one. It's uh, Elvis Presley, Viva Las Vegas. There you go. There we are. <laughs> Get the bread, let's see the ghost in my soul. The ghost in my soul, the ghost in No music in your soul, sister. Good song choice. It was great. It's always good. It puts you in the mood, man. Yeah. It's I, don't, I don't know what it puts you in the mood for, but it puts you in the mood for something, man. Betcha after this, people listen to this, like, Viva Las Vegas will spike on you on oh. YouTube and iTunes, and on top of people will book holidays. Stuck in your head, mum. Legend. Um, I, I think I, we're going to end it there. Yeah. Um... That's episode six of the mid-twenties podcast. So and um check out the Instagram as well and Spotify. Yeah, everything for is more episodes. At mid-twenties podcast. At mid-twenties podcast. On pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Alright, but here's your mid-twenties. Bye. Whoa! He got basically over that. Like he bit he had set it was can we change can we change topic because I yeah. it's actually um it's making me aggressive that's all folks